It's around 10 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, but it's not just any Friday. This is the Friday before Mardi Gras in New Orleans. And at 300 Bourbon Street in the French Quarter, there's a crowd of people waiting on a competition. And I guess we can call it a ceremony too. It's called the greasing of the poles. Oh my God! While most people around the country are at their jobs or getting ready to go to them, the French Quarter is filling up. If you're a local, and if you're lucky enough, work is not going to be something you'll worry about until after Fat Tuesday, or what most of the world knows generally as Mardi Gras. And for more than 50 years, the greasing of the poles at the Royal Sonesta Hotel has been considered the official kickoff to what is usually the wild weekend leading up to Fat Tuesday. It is a greasing tradition that we raise a glass for the greasing of the poles. So let's go, les bontons roulés! Cheers, everybody! The 53rd greasing of the poles. Isn't that amazing? Now, I just want to be crystal clear about one thing. Um, this, is, this is PC. We are not making fun of the Polish people whatsoever, okay? Um, thank you also. Let's give it up for the entertainment, Mr. Leroy Jones and his original Hurricane Brass Man. Right. In its simplest form, the greasing of the poles involves a group of people with a healthy supply of Vaseline, and they're going to grease the poles that support the hotel's balconies. But remember, it's a competition, and these contestants will be judged on the style in which they grease their pole. Also remember, this is taking place on Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras season. There's no need to remind anybody outside the hotel. They came here, some with drinks in hand, specifically for this. It's time to get the show started, and that is what it's going to be. It's going to be a show. Let's make some noise and give it up for our hometown boy. Welcome, Scott Pillier. <laughs> Next contestant is award-winning performer known as the Honey Badger of Burlesque for the grace and humor she infuses to all her shows. Along the list of accolades you remember from one of our 2001 greasing competitions. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage for her first greasing event. The wonderful burlesque queen, Jeez Louise. <laughs> show off her moves. She is greases in the rain, so let's give it up for Brooke Laser. They are known as the Traveler Broads. Welcome Fender and Maloney, the Traveler Broads. After some pomp and circumstance, the main attraction is about to start. We'll come back to this in a bit. I want to take you to a conversation I had beforehand because you may be asking, what is this all about? Why would you grease poles? And why is this such a production? To answer some of those questions and to get a bit of the history, I sat down with the MC of today's extravaganza and the general manager of the hotel that started this tradition. Alfred Gross, general manager and a uh, kind of choreographer of this entire event. <laughs> choreographer, <laughs> And I'm Brian Bat. I'm an actor and New Orleanian, and I am the MC. 
And I've had the privilege of doing it many, many, many years. Initially, when I was asked, I went, what? What are you talking about? The greasing of the poles? It's come to this. And um, I agreed because my family jokes. They say, Brian, you'll go to the opening of a can of tuna. I mean, if I'm invited and I can show up, I go. And I had so much fun. It's fun now, but the greasing of the poles had a very practical origin. Here's Al Gross. You have to understand, this is a, an event that was born out of necessity. We had to start to grease the poles because of the public's enthusiasm for wanting to get up on our wonderful balconies. And they would just shimmy up these poles like it was nothing. And of course, you know, it's a little, you know, there's a safety issue involved. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a safety issue involved and things of this nature. So the, we came up with the brainstorm of doing, doing grease. And of course, you know, there's little nuances. You can't grease at the street level because you don't want people to rub their jackets and stuff on there. So you have to grease at about a seven foot level up to the top. So as people go up, they start to, they start to, 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 start to slip down. Supposedly, this is the 53rd year of the greasing of the poles, but there doesn't seem to be an official date to when it took on a life of its own. The greasing started in our, in our infancy, in the first couple of years, um, it, because the problems happened right away, right? So, uh, so then we just started uh, greasing those poles. Back then we have some, um, I don't think we have any more engineers that were around at that time, but some of them that have been here for, uh, we, we have a, a gentleman that's been here over 40 years and he remembers greasing as long as he's been here. So we started this and uh, it was, you know, some reporters that came by and started questioning our engineers saying, what are you doing here? You know, what, 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 this is a little funny, you're slapping on this grease on the pole. And so they, they started asking questions and uh, so we started celebrating what we were doing. And uh, in, in small ways at first, but then it's grown into what you see today. No, but it's turned into a show. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean, of course. now they have the different celebrity, uh, local celebrity uh, uh, greasers. Do you qualify as a local celebrity there? I think so. Good for you. <laughs> yes, he does. In my own, in my my own mind. mind. <laughs> in my own yes, mind. Yes, he does. Um, but it, it's wild to see what these people come up with and what they will do. And there's no real prize. It's just you <laughs> win the racing of the polls. Right. Um, but, you know, you infuse anything. In New Orleans, everything's infused with fun, especially on Mardi Gras. And there are people that come from all over the world to see this. Every year there's that, that contingency from... Um, the, the Swiss, we've the gotten Swiss. word that they can't make it this oh, year, but they sent their Swiss. regards already. Yes, well, they sent their regards. The Swiss, well, they sent the Germans, maybe. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, they sent their regards. So we can't make it this year, but we'll be watching, you know, we'll, we'll oh, be right. watching the, the streaming uh, broadcast. Oh, what was the Swiss's excuse? Um, I don't know what their excuse is this year. They said they couldn't out. make it, so we'll accept that. You yes. know, we... Um, if they do it too many years in a row, I will challenge them. <laughs> As the, the guy that oversees this whole property here, what's it like for you? Because this is still a business, and this is a time that you want people to come, and, and you want them to experience the Sinesta, you want them to experience the French Quarter and the city. But yet, you have this, I have to say, rather phallic event that goes on, and it's become a spectacle. Like, How do you balance the well, business side with the fun side? I would, I would call it a little bit of naughty. And naughty is something that people love in New Orleans, right? Uh, not nasty, naughty. Naughty and nice. Yeah, naughty and nice. Yeah. And people come and, you know, they do their thing on the poles and uh, they, they have a, a, a great time. And the people out there are, you know, just looking at their faces, gazing, because I, I get to have that advantage, as you do, mm -hmm. to look out on the stage and see, look around and see people reacting and looking and taking pictures and, and just saying, 
uh, first timers like the jaw drop. The jaw. Like, I, I've never seen anything like this. And it's know. so great the Royal Sonesta puts this on. I mean, this is this gorgeous hotel, this oasis in the middle of the madness of the French Quarter. But for years ago, I remember friends trying to get rooms to come here for, for Mardi Gras and everything. And, and it's it really is the best place to be. And on Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning. 10 o'clock in the morning. Be there on Bourbon Street because it's going to be a spectacle. Yeah. They line up early. Yeah. Uh, we, we set up early. And uh, by the time we, I start to peer out and look around 930, there's already. Oh, there's a crowd. Uh, there's a big crowd there. They're ready. For the benefit of the, the podcast, it's... The, some people listening to this won't be able to see, and if they're unfamiliar with what this greasing ceremony looks like, hmm. if you gentlemen could describe what you see uh, on greasing day. Well, like on, how, what does this on Bourbon like? Street, you know, the, the, there's these beautiful uh, wrought iron balconies, and, and the Royal Sonesta has one of the most beautiful ones, with these tall poles leading up to the balcony. Now what they do is they put a wonderful stage out, there's a jazz band, there's these marching groups that come out, and they set up a ladder, and there's someone, thank God, holding the ladder, because God knows what they're Safety going first. To. Safety first. And they, there's someone that hands them this tub of Vaseline, and there's music playing, and they do a little routine and actually grease the poles. So later on, when the stage goes away, and the people, the revelers, as we like to put it, are having fun in the streets, they won't climb up to someone's balcony, you know. But it becomes still the vodka. But it has become a performance, you know. They and they um, and the, the crowd reacts to it. And like I say, there's judges that judge them, and uh, you know they have paddles like yeah. you would see on other shows like Dancing with the Stars, etc. That mm-hmm. they they you give them rating. You judging though. I'm curious, what are they looking for? Like, what are they judging these? these I think it's emotional. It's you mm-hmm. know it's the attachment with the audience, the attachment with with what they're doing, creativity. Um, you know. Uh, new things yeah. um, it, we've had and people do it in different ways they flip upside down oh, yeah, they, it's, it's amazing yeah, they get some very people come out with well, the outfits do. and sometimes the they outfits. throw things to the crowd you know they, yeah. they bring in that aspect of, of throw me something mister you know to the crowd but it, 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 it's it's there's no real criteria that you have to you know check off these little boxes it's all emotional yeah and there's there's a theme every year uh, this year we're doing a we're actually doing a Sinessa thing called greasing Greasing like a royal, because we're celebrating the uh, Royal Sinesta um, expanding now. Uh, we now have 400 hotels for Sinesta in the country over the last couple of years. And we now have over 20 Royal Sinestas represented in most major cities. And that hasn't always been the case. So we wanted to celebrate that today. We're doing that. I mean, that's kind of the, the theme of the thing. They may have other properties, but there's only one greasing of the poles. Well, this is very unique to the city of New Orleans. And uh, so no, yeah. this is this is the uh, I don't I don't know if there's another greasing of the poles anywhere else in the world. Yeah, I don't think anyone in Cleveland's going to be climbing up. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, I, I got to say I think when when the Eagles got into the Super yes, Bowl, yes, they did there was that talk of greasing of the poles there precisely for the security purposes. That yes, we're well, doing it here, copycats. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think they have the same flair that you guys present. No. no, well, they might have greased the poles to to really for just for safety reasons, but we right. do it as an art. Yes, <laughs> the art of the greasing. To keep that art alive, the hotel tries to be smart about who it selects to be in the competition and who judges it. The pole greasing predates social media, but to stay current, social media influencers are now part of the mix. Obviously, you know, we, we want to get the word out about the greasing, about the Royal Sinesta and what we're doing here. 
um, influences are, you're right, it's a sign of the times. Influences are a big factor these days, and a lot of companies work with influencers. Um, and so we, you know, we, we, we look at those, those folks, and, and quite frankly, they're fun folks too. So we try and look for that combination where there's, um, there's an influencer that'll have fun with the event, participate in the event, in, you know, add value to the event, and at the same time, get the word out. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I gotta say, if I was living out of town and I was scrolling through my Instagram feed and I saw greasing on the poles <laughs> here on a Friday, like I'd watch. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a message. And you won't delivered. be disappointed. What's making it interesting for us is to keep on making it interesting. Keep on making it fun. Like this year, we have our first duo of greasers. Mm -hmm. We have never had that before. You're going to have two ladders? Uh, um, I'm not sure how we're going to do I'm that. Just, you know, but we'll, but we'll, we'll work that out. <laughs> and, you know, at first it was a lot of women, but now it's men. Yes. It's, uh, you know, anybody that, and we get people's interests to want to do it. And we've had, I think, three or four men that have now oh, won yeah. it. A woman, that, there was a magician one year that yes. did it. And my friend Greg won last year. He's hysterical. But they've become little shows. People practice and put on a little, you know, a little show. So it's not just slapping some Vaseline on a pole. You know, it is a performance. And, um... Yeah. You know, if and one time I remember uh, someone really wasn't that prepared. I, I don't think they realized <laughs> what they were getting into, and it, their face like, "Oh, I should have done my homework. I should have, you know, <laughs> should have taken that dance class." And, but people do, you know. There's always new surprises. Uh, the greasers all have their little shtick that they do now mm -hmm. as they come out. Um, the 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 judges love to be involved. Oh yeah, um, and they love to comment. And they and you know we have a, a very big client that uh, that we asked this year to do it, and he was just f flattered as all get out to to be involved in the greasing. And he says, I was traveling at that time, but I canceled my plans. I will be there. I oh, do not great. want. I do not, I do not want to miss it. Has there been a particular year or a particular person that stood out and just said to you like, wow, that. That was really a great performance. Was there <laughs> one particular person that, that really just said, wow, that really or she really set the bar pretty high? I can tell you my two favorites. Go ahead, go ahead. Trixie Minx, yeah. one year she did it, because she yeah. is a incredible burlesque performer here in the city. Very well And done. my oh, friend yes. Greg Cada uh, from Gregisms, he was just crazy. You know, I saw it. I wasn't unfortunately here last year, but I saw the video. I mean, people video this and post it everywhere it, it you it's a big but what thing made, put a finer point on that what made it so so stand out he did a whole dance routine it was a full out it was almost like flash dance i think that was his inspiration yeah. you know yeah it was um and then there was like one year this guy did all these magic tricks it, it was it was crazy what about trixie what oh well trixie come on take a look at her <laughs> <laughs> reporters ask obvious oh yes yeah. Well, you know, well, she, for you, she, well, you know, Trixie's a trained burlesque dancer, and she teaches burlesque dancing. So those types of burlesque moves that she does in a very, and, and you know, she adapted them to the crowd, you know, and and uh, had some fun with it, not just the formal burlesque dancing. Yeah, and she's there's and nothing she, vulgar or overt no. about it. It's no. just a tease. Is yes. what it is. It's tease. It's not. Tease. And it's a, yeah, and it's a little naughty. You know? Yeah. So, and that's. And, and that's kind of the appeal of New Orleans. People come here to let their hair down, to have some fun. And um, I mean, it ain't the Grammys. I mean, that's just downright, you know. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And, we, and, we, and that's where we keep it. We keep it along that genre. We keep it fun. We keep it tasteful. 
and, um, and, and, and we've never had any complaints or never had anybody say, you know, that I was offended by anything. I don't think I've ever seen that. Me either. It's, and if they uh, are, what are you doing on Bourbon <laughs> Street on Friday before Mardi Gras at 10 a.m. in front of the Royal's Nest? You know, go to your church then. That's fine. But, you know, put everything in perspective and have fun. This is only, this is only meant to be fun. It's celebratory. Mardi Gras in itself, the greasing of the poles in and of itself is its own unique event. However, the whole weekend is. And the whole weekend is, um, unless you've experienced it, it's kind of hard to understand True. if you're from other parts of the world. And you see it, I, I see all the time new, new Mardi Gras visitors come in the lobby and I see them looking around, they're kind of shy, and they're just kind of, you know, like, you know, like a little bit protective yes. almost, you know, like, why am I, what am I doing here? Did I come to the right place? You see that same person walking through the lobby Monday, if they've been here a few days, different demeanor. Yeah. Got a Tell. cocktail in their hand. <laughs> They're running around. They feet, they look a little friskier. Yeah. They've had some fun. Um, Maybe open one button. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's having true. lived away from New Orleans for so long and born and raised here, one of my favorite, when I tell people when I, that I'm from New Orleans, my favorite response is either, I love New Orleans, I can't wait to go back, or I've heard it's fantastic, I can't wait to go. Um, what people don't understand all over the world is that Mardi Gras is not just one day. Mardi Gras day is one day. Mardi Gras season starts on 12th night, you know, right after, mm -hmm. you know, the 12 days after Christmas. And it goes on. And this is the culmination. This this right now, the, the Friday before Mardi Gras, in my opinion, is where, you know, you don't go to work. You're not, the, the rest of it is party and, and, and have a good time. There are parades during the day. There are parades at night. Uh, and the celebrations, I counted, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not bragging here, but I got 13 invitations to go to different people's homes for parades this year. That's, that's more than ever before. And I, I'm trying to make them all. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. But that's what's so great about this town. I mean, people open up their hearts and their, and their, and their homes and, you know, just the, the parades themselves. People don't understand also that Mardi Gras parades and all this is not a corporate thing. You know, it's all no. individually owned. Like, you know, no other hotel does this in the city. You know, it's unique to the Royal Sinesta. Back on Bourbon Street, this year's greasing has started. With all the flair and innuendo they can muster, the four contestants grease their respective poles. Judges Award for our 2003 Greasing the Poles goes to Brooke! With the poles now greased and another champion crowned, the days of celebration ahead can officially begin. Thank you all for coming out to the 53rd Annual Greasing of the Poles. 
On Bourbon Street, I'm Tan Trung for WWL Radio.